before we get started on today, I just wanted to remind you to please leave a rating and review on the podcast app or the iTunes app if you are using an iPhone. It really helps spread the word and it helps other people find this podcast a lot easier the more good ratings and reviews we have. So if you're a fan, please, please, please take a minute and just do that. It would be so helpful. Thank you. Hi, I'm Shelby Schlang-Berrigan, and this is Living Over Losing, unfiltered and unrestrained. Hello, and welcome back to Living Over Losing with Shelby Schlang-Berrigan. Today, I'm honestly so excited because one of my best friends, Emily Simon, is on the show. Emily is a registered nurse who recently just beat cancer slash went through a really traumatic time. And so I'm really, really, really proud of her and excited to have her talk about her experience. And she's super motivating. And I'm so excited to have you, Emily. Hi. Hi. (laughs) This is so cool. I know. I know. I'm really excited. Um, I have a lot of questions for you, but I guess I want to start since this, since our podcast is this podcast is kind of about like body image and um, recovering and stuff like that. I just want to talk a little bit about that first, like your personal history with, I don't know, maybe like body image issues or struggles that you had in, in any, in high school, as a kid, in college, anything like that. Um, have you ever experienced any, anything with that? Yeah. So um, just talking about recently, um, I obviously just had a surgery and um I had my total um, thyroid removed, and um, it was hard. Um, I had the the strips of the scars ripped off yesterday, and like I was so scared to look in the mirror, and like I've been really self conscious about like wearing a scarf and like everything I wear. I've been like planning it out because I've just been so self conscious, and like I feel like there's something to be said for just the way that you make yourself feel and like the way that other people if you feel good about it and you're confident about it, I feel like other people will treat you the same way. Then kind of like if you just, um, you know, kind of like hide and are just like not confident about it. It's just like, I guess kind of like you got to just be proud and of who you are and what you went through, you know? Yeah, so I guess we could, we could talk a little about that because um, obviously not everyone listening might they might not personally know you or me. So, what you said you recently just had your thyroid out, and why why was that? So I had a huge um, tumor on my neck. It was about three point three centimeters. Um, it was pushing on my airway, and it was really hard for me to breathe. And they didn't know if it was going to be cancerous or not. So um, I just ended up having to have the whole thing removed. Yeah. And that must, I mean, that was terrifying because you didn't know there was a period of time where you didn't know. Right. It was a really, it was really tough, like especially mentally, like it was so hard to like compartmentalize it and try to figure out what was going on in my body and just like the word cancer and what does it mean? And like, even if it wasn't cancer, like it's still just like a big tumor. Like it was just really, it was, I had a really hard time with it. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like scary because it just was so, it was just so sudden. Like it was not expected at all. Right. Like how did you even find it? So actually one day, um, I went to a juice bar and, um, I hadn't been feeling well. I just, 
felt like I would just attributed it to like a winter cold. And um, so I went to a juice bar and I said, oh, like, can I have a wheatgrass juice shot? And the, the barista said, yeah, sure. So I had the wheatgrass juice shot. And then um, I was like, yeah, I, like, I haven't been feeling that well. Like I have like a winter cold. And she was like, oh, why don't you try the shot of ginger? So I was like, okay, sure. So I took the shot of ginger and it, um, it burned my throat. So like I sub like consciously, like after I took the shot, I, I grabbed my neck mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh my God. Like, and I just felt like this huge lump out, out of nowhere. Like just literally out of nowhere. Yeah. And so that's when it, yeah, you, cause you had no idea. So that's when it all like kind of started. Yeah. And then right after that, I went to the doctor and I, I got the ultrasound, I got the biopsy and yep. And then it just all kind of worked its way, worked out. So prior to this traumatic experience, like let's say back in, we went to college together. So like back in college or high school, do you think that your view of yourself, like with, like I said before, body image, like do you, did you struggle with that before? And do you think that this traumatic experience kind of like opened up a new light to things that are maybe yes. not so important? Yeah. So I'm sure the people listening don't know this, but we were in a sorority together and um, there was always like the body image thing was a huge deal because, you know, everyone wanted to, to look like, like everyone skinny and pretty and your tan and what you wear and your style. And like, I, I found myself like so caught up in like what I looked like and my weight and and just like exercising and makeup and hair and, and yeah. Well, in that environment, I feel like that's all anyone ever talks about. (laughs) It's it's like, that's the only thing that matters. And almost like, I don't think that it was, I don't think this is exclusive to our sorority. I think all sororities are like this or any, anything that has groups of girls. I think it's like, like you feel like that is how people will like you or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and 52 girls, like we had a, I lived in the house of 52 girls. Like like, you're just like surrounded by people and it just, it consumes you. And, um, I feel like ever since that, um, this recent experience happening to me, like I've realized that that's just like, so what's not important. Like my perception of myself and the way that I see others and my body image is just so different than it was even just a couple of years ago when I was even not even just when I was in the sorority, when I was in high school, when I was in middle school, um, after college, like, I just feel like I've completely changed my perspective and like my view. I feel like my view was just so, um, not, broad it was just very narrow mind like I was just very like narrow-minded and I feel like this has kind of just like opened me up yeah and what do you think it is about the experience that that kind of like changed your point of view well it's just like one of those things where like I'm only 25 so Mm -hmm. you think like when you're younger like you're invincible and like I know people say that all the time and it, it might sound like kind of cliche but it's true. Like everyone thinks like, Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Like, it's not going to happen to me. Not just what I went through, but anything like car accident, like, like, um, any kind of like life event or trauma that happens. Like we just kind of like find ourselves thinking, Oh, well that won't happen to me, but it, 
it can and it does and it will. Yeah. And what I think is so like, I was so inspired by your story and just while you were going through it, I was so inspired because I think, like you said, nobody thinks it will ever happen to them. And I think that's definitely true. And I think that all the time about myself too. Like if you were to tell me that I was going to get a tumor on my thyroid, I'd be like, no, I'm not, you know, just because I think that would never happen, but it can happen. It did happen. And so I think it's like crazy to think that I look back on even like my personal history and think that I spent so many years kind of like harming myself by with this, with all the body, just body image and the eating disorder and all the stuff that I was doing to myself. It's like, I lived in this little bubble and I think so many people are caught up in living in this little bubble of like, Mm -hmm. the only thing that matters is your body size and what you look like. And you don't Mm -hmm. think about stuff like this, like serious chronic illnesses that you can get that you don't, I mean, you know, and then you're, and then you're forced out of your little bubble and it's like, you don't even know what to do. So it's just kind of like really eye opening to see how we focus on things that don't matter and how like life can be really taken at any time. It's so scary to actually think that and think like, what am I doing with my time? Am I spending my life the best way that I can? Or am I worried about eating a piece of pizza? Like it's, it's crazy. And so I was really inspired by that when, when you were going through this, because I felt like you were starting to realize that's that too. Right. Like, I feel like my whole perceptive, like just perspective (laughs) just changed completely. And, um, I like, I want even just, I'm just so much more appreciative of my life and my time and the way that I spend my time. Like, uh, like, even just things that I like to do, like I've made sure that I spend more time with my friends and spend more time with my family and do things that I enjoy for myself, for like my mental health and things that are going to make me like feel good about myself. So I feel like that's also changed for me too. Right. too, And also like your form, um, I know that you are an athlete and you've, you know, you uh, have always liked to go to the gym and everything, but do you think that you've kind of changed from like conventional exercise. Like I have to go to the gym because that's what I have to do to like actually doing activities that you enjoy. Yeah. And I also feel like it's like, Oh, I, I, or I have to go to the gym because I have to be fit and I have to, but now it's kind of like a function of like, I have to go to the gym and I have to work out because I need to be healthy. And like, I literally just need to do it to live a healthy life. Like, the way that um, I see working out and exercising is just so different. And like, um, even with my sport, um, I'm a horseback rider mm-hmm. and it's also, that was tough for me too. Like with the, um, the tumor on my neck, um, it was really hard because I didn't have a lot of endurance and um, it's a, that's a really um, heavy contact sport that you need like a lot of energy. And I, found myself like in the past like year or so I used to be so into working out and so into it and just lately I've just been like oh like I I just get so tired or like I get so winded and I feel like um now since I've like had this like time to like heal myself like I can go back to working out and exercising and horseback riding in a way that's um sustainable to my lifestyle Right. And it's not compulsive and it's, it's for a different intention. Right. 
It's for, it's for health and it's for fun. It's not for like, oh, well, I have to go to the gym because everyone else is doing it or. Right. Or I I have have to be skinny. I have to, whatever. I have to fit into these pants. Well, who cares if you fit into those pants? If like, you know, you're, you're dead. Like, no, exactly. Like it's so morbid. It sounds like so morbid, but it's true. You know, it's like, why? Who cares? Like tomorrow, if I were to get in a car accident, it's like, that scares me. And honestly, that sometimes like if I'm having a bad day or if I feel like down on myself or like, I don't know, the old eating disorder thoughts come back into my head. Um, that's what I think about because I'm like, no, I don't know what my future holds and I don't want to waste away my life with this, you know? Literally, literally. It's just like you, 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 something happens and you like look at things from the big picture and you're just like, not that it's not something that like, not that it's nothing because it is something and it's so real. And like, I've been through all those emotions to myself before and like, I know what it's like. Oh no, it's super hard. It's not, yeah. it's not really even a choice. No, it's, it's, it's not. And then I feel like sometimes like something like this happens to you and it just kind of like takes you and shakes you and you're like, you kind of look at it. it it's not that it, you realize it's not important. It's just, you see it in a, in a different way and it means, it, it just means something different to you. Yeah, it means like I guess you realize that you can change it or you can you ha- do have more control or you can or you want to or you you know you want to get help you want to to start down that road but yeah, it is. I mean, it's really really hard and obviously easier said than done and it's kind of sad that it takes something like this traumatic to to open up people's minds but hopefully, you know, hopefully it won't take that. Hopefully people will, will be, you know, won't, won't need that extreme. Right. To get, to get, to, to get better. So another thing I wanted to ask you was, um, you were pretty positive during this experience. Surprisingly. Um, I mean, not surprisingly, but I think a lot of people would have been a lot more just down and you, you were, you tried to keep really positive. So how did you do that? Like what, what made you stay so positive? Honestly, like I didn't really have a choice. Like I was faced with this, um, adversity and I could either sit around and feel sorry for myself or I could just like keep living my life and, um, not stopping and just take one day at a time. And it, some days were easier than others. Like some days were so easy for me. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go get this day. And some days I'd wake up and I would be like, I just don't want to get out of bed. And I just, um, I, I had like the best like support system of like my friends and family that were so positive for me. And I wanted to be strong for them too, because it was really hard for my family and my friends to see like the person that, they care about so much, like go through so much pain. So, um, I wanted to be strong for myself and for my family. And I think that's so amazing that you still cared about other people's feelings, you know, <laughs> when it's like, I think that's really a good testament to the type of person that you are. And that's amazing. Thanks Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably going to like start crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, do you have any advice for anyone that could be like struggling right now? I know sometimes um, there are people out there that have body image that are struggling with eating disorders, but also a chronic illness, maybe not cancer, but maybe 
um, you know, something else that they have to live with every day that kind of attributes to their body image, or maybe they're using that as a distraction. Like, do you have any advice on anything that helped you to, to kind of like shift gears away from that? My advice is honestly just like, I can't like stress more the importance of just the fact that your mindset is everything. And if you're doing something in your life and it's not happy, not making you happy and it's not fulfilling you, then change it. Like if you're surrounded by a circle of people and there's a people, certain people that aren't there for you or there's certain people that are giving you a hard time, just, I don't know, like be close with the people that care and do things that make you happy and all the other stuff is just background noise. Right. You don't need to, you're, no one's forcing you. You don't have to do. I think that's a struggle for me too. Sometimes it's like, why am I putting myself in these situations? I don't have to be doing this. But sometimes you feel like you have to, or you have to be friends with this person or you, you know, and it, yeah. you don't. <laughs> right. And it's just like, you know what? Like you gotta like, just look at things a different way. Or like I, for me, like I, I'm not like a big reader or anything like that, but I found myself like reading poetry like every day was really helpful for me. I don't, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but um, that was something that really helped me throughout this. And I never before ever was like, Oh, I'm going to just sit down and read poetry. Like, but it, it really helped. Yeah. Cause it was like motivational almost like a lot of, it was poetry, but it was also like motivating quotes that you could kind of like, yeah, because your situation. Because the thing is, is that like everyone has things that they go through, and y- you don't always see it. Like sometimes, like people's like body language or like emotions, like they don't show it, and you don't see that. But everyone, like I promise that everyone is going through something very, very hard, and I feel like um, we just have to like be mindful of that, and like just keep taking things one day at a time, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So <laughs> I want to switch gears a little bit because I know you just got a, well, not just, but you recently have gotten out of nursing school. Now you're working in nursing and I'm really interested in this topic because I, for anyone listening that doesn't know, I used to want to go to medical school and I kind of went through all of the, <clears throat> the stuff to get there. I took the exam. I <clears throat> did I majored in pre-med and did all of that. So I'm interested in this too. And my husband is in his last year of medical school. So I think since I've been doing this work with like body image and psychology and just everything that I've been doing, I think it's really interesting how the healthcare system portrays weight or I got, you know, you know, like health, I guess that I feel like, the healthcare system in some regards can be really skewed on what health actually means. So I'm, I mean, I know that you, you were a psych major too in college. So that's really, really interesting. Um, As a psych major and as a nurse, did you ever learn about eating disorders? Yeah, I did. Um, So I actually, um, I worked at a psych hospital for a whole summer and I did this um, three month internship program. Um, and it was a really eye opening experience for me because especially with like body image and health like that, we had a lot of patients, um, struggling with eating disorders and body image. And, um, 
it was really hard. Like the, um, the people, um, that I saw were just, they were the nicest people ever and they were just having such a hard time. And I feel like they were so misunderstood and just, especially that the body image thing, like that is like one area that healthcare I think really needs to like step it up because I think that's an area that's like completely just kind of like shoved under the rug and people don't pay enough attention to it. And it really is like a much bigger deal than, um, it gets attention to. Yeah. And I think too, like a lot of doctors sometimes, and then they don't mean to, obviously they don't know any better, but I think sometimes they try to give advice on like diets and, and stuff like that, that they don't really understand. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, because I, so I remember I used to do a, I used to be a scribe in the hospital, which was basically just for anyone that doesn't know, it's basically following a physician and writing his notes for him. And so I used to do that in the emergency room. And I remember anyone that was quote unquote overweight, they kind of had like a talk with them and they would say, okay, this is the diet that you need to be following. But every doctor would say something different. And thinking about it now, I'm like, I don't think any of that information was helpful. If anything, I feel like that information is more harmful because you're just confusing someone so much more and you're just drawing attention to someone being quote unquote overweight, but not trying to figure out like, is there something wrong? You know what I mean? And that's how I felt too. when I was struggling and I was literally telling my doctor, like I have a problem. And he was like, no, you don't. Cause your weight's fine. And I'm like, okay, but my weight doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know, like weight doesn't mean anything. Right. And it's also like one of those things that like, if you haven't gone through it personally yourself, like you're not going to understand. Like I, I could just look at someone and say, boy, like you need to make sure that you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. Well, like who am I to tell someone to do that when like, I don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, you know? Right. Exactly. And it's just kind of like, so that just really honestly frustrates me. And I tell Adam, my husband all the time, I'm like, you have to do better when you're a doctor because, and it's not their fault, you know, it's really not. And I'm not trying no, to like bring anyone no. down. They just don't know because no one's ever taught this. And like you said, if you haven't been through it, there's no right. way, to, there's no way to know. It's something that. that can't be taught, you know, like, it's like, yeah. it's like you either like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things that like, it's just kind of like hard to, it's just like a hard concept to grasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so how do you, so I'm also interested right now in health at every size, which basically just means that you don't have to be a certain weight. There's no like chart that basically can determine your health or your weight doesn't equal your health. Um, and I'm interested to know, like, do you think, because I know when I, it's been a couple years, but I know when I was going through school and I majored in nutrition too. So it was really like BMI is the most important thing that tells about someone's health. Like that is the be all end all. Is it still like that? Do you think, or do you think it's kind of becoming more common to, for doctors to accept health at every size or like Um, what, what's your thought? I still think that the, the BMI thing is like, it still kind of goes on that scale. Um, just because it's like, I don't know, like a, a more like scientific way to like categorize, but I don't think that it's like really a necessarily like a good system 
I just think that like there has to be like a better way. Um, there has to just be like a better way to help people. And we haven't gotten to that point yet. Yes. Yeah, so as a nurse and as someone that majored in psych and also has kind of gone through your own background with body image, how do you think, like, do you see yourself kind of in the future treating patients more from like a psychological side than just, oh, okay, well, you, your chart says that you've gained 50 pounds in a year. And so you need to go on like the Atkins diet. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you think that with like all of your experience? Yeah, I, you? I think I take like a little bit more of an interpersonal approach. Um, because when I see my patients, like, um, we walk in and we wear white coats and that I work in plastic surgery. So we walk in in the white coats and that scares people and they're coming in, um, for consultations of whether it be for like a rhinoplasty, um, a breast augmentation, um, a transgender surgery, and they're coming in and they're already having a hard enough time as it is just getting to the appointment. So I feel like the psych aspect of my job is like very important. You have to make someone feel comfortable and at the end of the day, like you just want to help them um, be confident and feel good about themselves. Right. And it's more just connecting with them on a human level. Yeah, exactly. That's really all anyone wants. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> right? yeah, I mean, I'm even, I'm even nervous when I go to the doctor. Right. And if like you're going in for a consultation, like it takes like a lot of guts to go in, in there and it's not easy. They are not easy things to talk about, like personal appearances or any, any, any kind of, um, doctor's appointments, nursing, whatever. It's not like an easy thing, um, to talk about. So I feel like you have to like, I try to always to treat my patients like with as much like compassion and I try to treat them like they're just like a normal person that I like a friend that I would talk to I try really hard to make them feel comfortable yeah like I think that's that's so important because then it's not it's not like and a lot of people and me too trust what their doctors say so if I were to even a couple years ago go to the doctor and he told me oh you need to be doing this specific diet because that's what's good for you. I would have been like, Oh, okay. Well, he's a doctor. He knows like he, he knows what he's talking about, but mm -hmm. it's just that. So that can get so misconstrued because does he really know what he's talking about? Or did he just really, you know, hear that from the media or from his friends or from whatever? Because I know in medical yeah. school, they don't really go over that much of body image and dieting and all that. So, I mean, they, they go over BMI and that, but they don't go over into like the depths of what right. it actually is. Right. And that's something that I feel like they should teach more in school. I yeah. feel like they should go over a little bit more, spend more time with in school. Yeah. Hopefully um, things are starting to change. And sometimes I think, well, maybe things, I think things are starting to change for the better, but then I'm like, I'm in this really small bubble of body acceptance and like body positivity. And so I don't know if it's really starting to change, but I think, I mean, I think it is because there's lots of big brands out there that have a lot of say that are starting to like really include all different sizes and genders and um, yeah. colors and ethnicities. Yeah, no, I think that there's definitely been like a lot, a lot of progress. Yeah. So with that, I think 
there might be hope for the healthcare system. Yeah. <laughs> right. Adam can change it. Yeah, <laughs> he can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So that was a lot of information and I really just wanted to have you on because I mean, you are my, like one of my best friends, but also I just was so, like I said, inspired by your story because it's so eye opening that you just realize like, what, what am I valuing in my life and why am I valuing that? And what would happen if I wasn't here tomorrow? Like, would I be happy with what I did or, you know, and it's really morbid and crazy to think about that, but it's, it's so true. Right. I feel like a completely different person after this. Like, I feel like it's like changed me in such a positive way. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a terrible, terrible thing and it was a terrible experience, but it's like, the fact that you can see the light out of the situation is really awesome. Like really amazing. Thanks Shelby. Yeah. So I want to ask you for the last question and I ask this to a lot of the guests, if you had to put like into a couple sentences, then like how you used to feel, like you said in college when you were trying to please everyone with your appearance and trying to, you know, do all that to, how you feel now after this experience, how would you sum that up into like a couple sentences? Wow. <laughs> that, that's a tough one. Like then versus now. Like, um, I just, I don't know. I feel like I used to be so like caught up in myself almost. Like I was like too focused on like, um, superficial things like, clothes and shoes and and weight and appearance and I feel like I've just in like the past couple of years like I've just like grown to realize that those things aren't as important as I thought they were and um I just value more like my friends my family like things that make me happy my horse and um I just feel like I've gotten a more broad um, view of my life instead of just like being narrow-minded and focusing on things that mm-hmm. weren't as important. Yeah, and I think too, like for anyone listening, because I think about this for myself, um, I obviously have a podcast on <laughs> like body acceptance and I've shared my story. And I think that kind of a misconception can be that once you kind of recover or once you have had this like serious awakening experience that you never have another negative thought again. Like it's like, I, I think people think, Oh, well she might just be now like loving her body every single day. And that's not true. I mean, of course we're humans. We're going to have bad thoughts and I'm, there's going to be days where I'm like, Oh, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And that's going to happen. And there's no way to make that not happen, but it's how you react to those thoughts that makes the difference. Like not acting upon the thoughts and not believing that the thoughts are true and that the thoughts will pass. Mm-hmm. But like this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm going to have pizza for breakfast. And I had two pieces of pizza for breakfast. And then I was like, oh, why did I do that? And then I was like, you know what? Who cares? If I want to have pizza for breakfast, I'm going to have pizza for breakfast. Right? That's like been my mentality now too. I'm like, yeah, I used to have all these rules and stuff and I'm tr- and I'm not following them anymore. And actually that's funny because last night I came home late from a rehearsal and I had a pizza. I had like a little frozen pizza that I made 
And Those I was so afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, I was like, wait, why did I do this? It's like 11 p.m. And then I was like, wait, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's 11 p.m. Okay. Who cares? Like who made up the rule that you can't have pizza at 11 p.m.? Right. Like, like who made up the rule that you couldn't eat pizza at any hour of the day? <laughs> right. Like why and why? So it's just kind of like, I think sometimes you just kind of have to laugh it off and be like, who cares? Yeah. Like whatever. I'll, I'll have a salad for lunch. It's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll eat. Yeah. Or like I want a salad for breakfast today and tomorrow I want five donuts. Like who cares? It's just, it's, Great. Just, it's at the end of the day, it's like, let it go. You yeah. have, I mean, you have to learn how to, yeah. to let it go or at least practice it. And like I said, it is a practice because it's not like every day I'm just like, ha, oh, who cares? I'm going to eat 50 brownies today. Like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Obviously that's not realistic. Um, but it just becomes easier and easier as you, as you practice it, as you learn to, to listen to your body. And once you listen to your body too, you realize like your body doesn't want pizza at every single meal. <laughs> no, it, it, it doesn't. It, no, like it's not. So it's, it's just, it's crazy because when you restrict those things, that's when pizza becomes like, not pizza, but anything can become like this serious, scary food because it's like, oh, I can't eat that because I'll never stop eating it. But if you just let yourself eat it when you want to eat it, then that's not an issue. Exactly. Everything in moderation. Yeah, it's true. And it's, it's so hard, but it's true. Yep. So how can anyone listening, maybe if they like resonate with your story or anything, and I know you're also selling t-shirts, right? For Yeah. So yeah. How can, can you give us a little bit more information about that or how people can contact you? Yeah. So I wanted to do something, um, to something positive, like during my experience. And I knew that I was going to have a lot of downtime. Um, and I wanted to be doing something positive and constructive. So I made up these t-shirts, um, and all of the proceeds, uh, benefits are going to the American Thyroid Association. Um, I actually only have seven left, Ooh. so <laughs> I'm going to order some more. Um, but yeah, if anyone's interested in buying a t-shirt or if they want to talk to me or have any questions, um, they can email you maybe email me. Yeah. Email me or Facebook me or I'll put your email and your Facebook and your Instagram in the um, show notes. Yeah. So that people can find you. Yeah. And yeah, the shirts are really, really cute. And they're, like she said, they go towards the thyroid association. So that's really, really awesome. And I think that's really cool that you did that too. Thanks, Shelby. But I can't wait to have my shirt. I just, <laughs> I just put it in a package. I'm actually going to go to the post office and send it after this. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yeah, so I just thank you so much. I know this is kind of like on a whim and you are still recovering because you've really just recently had surgery. So I really appreciate you coming on and I just I think your story is so inspiring and it can really help other people. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast ever. I did yeah, it's so fun. You did. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.